Hey friends, Coach Shelby and Coach Christine welcoming you in and letting you know it's time for brunch, where there is always an open table, a hot cup of coffee, and endless running fun to keep you moving and grooving. Today is a special episode because this is our winter holiday special. You know that's my jam. So bust a move, get ready to shake, rattle, and roll the sleigh thus long run, one step at a time. Going to start off with our dynamic stretches. We're going to start off with Santa Squatch, which are just our fancy pants weighing of saying sumo squats. So feet more than shoulder width apart, toes pointing out. We're going to drop it like it's hot cocoa all the way down, really getting that stretch in our hips, feeling it in our glutes, bringing it back up. Let's drop those jingle bells one more time, doing the same nice and low, even using those elbows to maybe push out on those knees just a little bit more. Get our last movement up, standing tall and going into our reindeer lunges in three, two, and one. Getting ready to take off with Santa's sleigh or maybe a bag of toys of your own. We're gonna do forward lunges, hands on your hips, Right foot out in front of you, lunge down nice and low, back to center, going ahead and switching and taking that lead reindeer stature with your left leg. You can tell I'm really reaching for the goal here, trying to trying to get extra points onto the nice list, even with my side of naughty. Gonna keep doing those lunges for a few more seconds, making sure to check in with any tight spots. If you need to loosen up the reins, make sure you do so now. Gonna go into our last stretch, our snowman shuffles in three, two, and one. Really light your fire, making sure your shamus on your menorah is shining bright as you light the other candles. These snowman shuffles are gonna be calf raises. So standing tall, like the pixie dust, the candy cane, whatever you want, on your tippy tippy tinsel toes all the way up. Staying there for just a second and bringing your heels all the way down. Getting a little extra peppermint in your step, bringing those toes up, or your heels up, toes on high, high alert, back down. Doing one more here and we're gonna shake out those snowflakes, shake that tinsel and channel your bad to the bone Santa snowman vibes as I throw it over to my elf in training, Coach Christine, what is up? I'm I'm scared, I'm a little intimidated. I feel like I'm not ready. I feel, <laughs> I feel You're not ready for this jelly? I am not, I, I had no idea that you were gonna bring it I, I should have known that you were going to bring it. So friends, as we're moving and we're grooving in our walking warm up, I want to say that you all know I've been quite clear that I am not the biggest winter holiday person. My heart's still very solid over in that Halloween land, um, a little nightmare before Christmas kind of stuff. But Coach Shelby has been working on me. And I, I got to be honest, Coach, you said things during your warm during those dynamic movements. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like about? you're the Grinch and I'm Max. 
So like, I'm, I'm just sitting there like, love me back. I need you to help expand my little grinchy heart throughout today's run. But I have faith that you can do that. And we know, friends, that this is a really busy holiday weekend for so many of you. Maybe you're hosting, maybe you're traveling. So keeping in mind that maybe you can't get this entire workout in, but getting in a little bit of movement is always good to do. So glad to have you along as we rock and roll through this. Um, Coach, what are you looking forward to talking about during this holiday long brunch? All of it. I can't pick one. I'm going to pull a you. Like, this is my Super Bowl. I don't really care about the actual Super Bowl, like the football thing. We've already established sports, balls, it's fine, but running's our jam. Christmas is my Super Bowl. Hanukkah, all the winter festivities and everything, even though I'm a homebody, Mm-hmm. I can't pick just one thing. It's it's impossible for me. Okay. Well, I think you, first of all, should let folks know that um, you have, we have a, a holiday themed bingo, very along the lines, it's a selfie bingo. So when you guys are out for your long run or long brunch here, you could stop and maybe take a quick selfie with some of these awesome holiday decor. But friends... She literally has them all in her front yard. Like uh, if you guys really just want to rack up and win the the day, take them all. You just have to take a flight down here, take a drive down here, go to Coach Shelby's front yard and and know that she's got every single one of these. Um just post I do have to give up. you kudos though. You did this entire bingo card. Even though you are not a Christmas gal or a winter holiday gal, you did a bang up jog and we only had one minor tussle. I'm figuring out what the last bingo item was going to be. That's true. Okay. So for the record, friends, I was so inspired by Coach Shelby, who really solidly moved into out of her comfort zone and moved into embracing Halloween. So Coach Shelby, I want to tell you that you totally inspired me with that. I mean, and you fully embraced it. You got some decor. You put together the Halloween bingo card. You helped with creating all the puns. You dressed up. You even watched some super scary movies like Hocus Pocus 2. (laughs) I even have my cauldron still on my desk. So I felt like it was only appropriate that if you were willing to do all of those things, that I actually bring a little bit of that energy and holiday vibe that you were so willing to do for Halloween for the holidays, the winter holidays. So I took a page out of your book. And when I went for my run, I quite literally looked around at all the holiday decor and took little notes and sent them to myself in a message so that when I got back, I could put together this holiday bingo card. Now, there are a couple on here that I personally did not see because I wasn't running past Coach Shelby's front yard. So, (laughs) So friends, right here and now, I want you to know that if you are unable to find the Christmas unicorn, it's because I feel like it's not something that everybody has. But as far as Coach Shelby's concerned, the entire world has Christmas unicorns in their front yard. I have two. Well, to be fair, to be fair, hold up. I have one in my front yard one in my backyard. So I'm not completely over the top. There's at least there, there are they're in different locations, different but why would you yes. separate them? So now the unicorns can't even have their own friends. They have to be in different areas. <laughs> well, my daughter wanted one outside her window. Okay. So, so I had, we had to have two and my mom has no boundaries of like saying no, not really. She's really good at it, but she was like, I can't break the child's heart. So 
the kid got a unicorn blow up on the outside of her window. So friends, if you can't find your unicorn blow up, it's because Coach Shelby and her family have pretty much, um, they've shopped it and bought them all up. So again, if you're if you're unable to find it, just know that that's why. But if you do find it, we cannot wait to see you guys sharing it with us, along with some of the other items on this card, because we've got plenty of traditional items. Of course, everybody has those Santa blow ups. There's some great reindeers. Both I've seen like reindeers leading Santa sleigh and some on my favorite personal ones are a little bit more realistic with a little bit of extra sparkle, snowmen, and some of you might even be running in snow and actually be able to make your own snowman while you're out there. So we can't wait to see you taking those selfies and really just enjoying this fun, long brunch. And without further ado, let's go right into it, into our first conversation pace segment in three, two, and one. Let's rock it. Rock and roll. Rock it and roll it. All right, friends, let's kick this off. You tell me all about the winter holidays. Turn my little grinchy heart into just where I appreciate all of the goodness that you bring. (laughs) Well, we did talk about rock and roll. So I feel like let's start with music because running and music, it's it's synonymous. Right. Is that the right word? Yeah, absolutely. My my thesaurus coach over there. Is that is that the proper word? That's absolutely the right word. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I I love all music, but my Christmas music, my holiday music, I mean, who hasn't heard the Hanukkah song by Adam Sandler? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good one. It's, it's notorious. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. And it really is kind of funny finding all the celebrities that are Jewish or half Jewish. Um, for me, I grew up both in a Hanukkah and a Christmas household. So it was always really cool to me for finding other people who did have both because in the area I was in it was pretty much all Christmas all the time Hanukkah got a sad little end cap at the store and it it was slim pickings even though we've we've really accumulated more over the years but I love and this is my millennial showing at the NSYNC Christmas album we had it every year decorating our tree I, I mean, I'm not at all, not even in the slightest surprise that you feel that way, but this isn't like it. You still have like a bazillion other holiday songs that you love. And I think that asking you to pick your top favorite holiday song would quite literally create your brain to explode in itself. It would implode with the possibilities and there's no way you could actually pick one. Uh, I, do, I, I could pick one song. You could? I could pick Wait. one song, but I can't pick an artist who sings the song. I like all the versions. Okay, I, I want I want to create a little bit of suspense here. Okay. So it's one song that's been that has had multiple people, multiple artists sing it. Oh yeah. I I honestly don't know of an artist that probably hasn't sung it. Um and it's really ironic that this is my favorite holiday song because for me at least my holidays aren't necessarily um, revolving around a religious aspect of it. These are more just traditions um, that I've always grown up with and how I associate for the holidays. And my favorite holiday song happens to be a religious song. Okay, so go ahead and let us hit us with with your best holiday shot. Which one is it? Oh, that's that's the that's all the the suspense we're building. Like yeah, I'm just gonna it. shoot my shot here. Yeah, oh, okay, like, I, I have no clue. I I can't even begin to guess because I don't know enough holiday songs to do so. I love Oh Holy Night. Aw, that's such a traditional just, song. Uh, 
I know, which I'm not very traditional, which mm-hmm. is why it's so weird. I think it's just the the lightness of it and the depth of the voices. I really do love the Pentatonics version. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you like Pentatonics, don't you? I mean, you, you cannot not like them, right? Like their incredible Trans-Siberian Orchestra and Pentatonics are like the two, like I feel stalwarts. Now, I know other people are going to say that maybe some more of the traditional artists um, like Burl Ives may come into mind or something like that. But I think personally, like Trans-Siberian Orchestra and Pentatonics are like the top two that come to mind when I think of holiday music. Now, I know I've been bugging you. Did you ever listen to Lindsey Sterling's holiday album? I feel like you probably posted it in our Instagram stories about 48 times, but no. But but you still haven't done it. I haven't influenced you enough. I haven't. I, I do. Okay, so... We do listen to holiday music, and by we, I mean, like, you have forced me to. Um, and I do have some favorites. I love Santa Baby. I love Eartha Kitt's version. I love all of the other versions that have come out from there. But mine are a little less traditional. Like, my favorites are, like, RuPaul's Holiday Christmas album, or um, I think, like, uh, let me see, DJ Snake has a holiday song, a trap edition of something, um, Snoop Dogg. I love Doggy Dog Christmas. Like, I, that's, just, <laughs> that's how I roll, my friend. <laughs> so, so a little bit less traditional on my holiday playlist. Uh, you really need to listen to Lindsay Sterling's. I actually listened to it the other night on my run. Um, I didn't wear my hair headphones during the nighttime. I was safe, you know, it's fine. So I just had it on speaker, but it was a nice, easy recovery run. And I put Lindsay Sterling on and she's a violinist, but she takes the violining, 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 and violining and throws it out the window on its head down to grandma's house. We go. It is so upbeat. And even the slower songs, mm-hmm. they just, it, it pulls and it plays on your heart and it's amazing. And then when it's cooler and it's night and everything's calm, it's so zen. Okay. So for the record, I did just pull up one of my old holiday playlists and it does appear that I have Lindsay Sterling on the playlist. I have You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. I think that's totally appropriate. Uh, <laughs> such a good one. It's such a good one. And uh, Christmas Come On with Becky G. So that's, uh, I guess, from her album, Warmer in the Winter Deluxe Edition. Yep. Yep. That's it. Mm. It's amazing. And it has sparkles on the cover, so you should love okay, it. Okay. Okay. Well, that maybe that's why I pulled it into my holiday playlist. I also have a little Sia, because Sia had a holiday um, record that I really liked with Candy Cane Lane and Snowflake as well. So again, not necessarily quite as traditional on my playlist. So friends, you'll have to let us know as you're rolling through here. Are you a like 100% in that traditional holiday playlist kind of fan? Or do you like a lot of those newer renditions, newer spins, or a little bit of both? So keep that in your back pocket to share with us when you're done with your holiday long brunch. Trust me, we have plenty more fun coming your way. Hopefully you've come across a couple of these bingo items. The one that I'm seeing most often in my neighborhood has been probably presents. I am seeing those little big glittery presents and penguins. Those are the two that I'm seeing the most often right now. How about you? I, uh, Unicorns. Okay, this is, no, this isn't. <laughs> common and I fought for this one to be on the bingo card and Christine was like absolutely not but I saw a blow up lobster and it was really cute but I do have a bone to pick it was a Maine lobster in Florida not an actual Florida lobster which is vastly different people 
Yeah, um, no, no lobsters are going on this because I feel like it's just, <laughs> and you're right, they are vastly different. Our lobsters aren't quite as big as Maine lobsters are. Actually, all of our shellfish down here is usually a bit smaller than the cold water shellfish. But I gave you the unicorn. Um, we could not we could not do flamingos because I really honestly believe that there's no flamingos or lobsters in most people's yards except for down here in Florida. There is one of my neighbors that for the longest time had those 12 foot skeletons from Halloween mm-hmm. and it would they would dress it up for all the holidays. Like they had it one dressed up as Santa, then it was baby New Year. But I think the homeowners association kind of put the kibosh on actually letting them do it. Oh, well, that's a little I disappointing. Know. That's a little disappointing. Welcome to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we take all the fun out. That sounds a little grinchy. Well, well, speaking of the Grinch, that happens to be my favorite holiday movie. Is it really your favorite holiday movie? I love the Grinch. Okay, I'm shocked because I would, again, I'd put you in like a, a traditional holiday movie kind of camp. What's a traditional holiday movie? I feel like Grinch is traditional. Isn't there like Miracle on 34th Street or something like that? I I like the redone version. Okay. I don't like the original. I know. I'm sorry. But um, it has the same girl that was in Mrs. Doubtfire. Mara, I think her name is. You could at this point, you could literally, you could make up movies and I'm not going to question you because this is, we're definitely not. We're not going to be, uh, literally my favorite holiday, winter holiday movie is going to be without a doubt, Nightmare Before Christmas. (laughs) Of course it is. (laughs) So yes, I I think that that's pretty much it. I do like Grinch and um, there's another one that I remember growing up with where it was like Claymation, Island of Misfit Toys. I can't remember the name of that one. Rudolph? Is that it? Well, Rudolph has the Island of Misfit Toys. Yes. Okay, that's it. So I didn't care about Rudolph. Oh, but gosh, I loved, Christine. I love the Island of Misfit Toys. Oh, but yeah, because it has the elf who wants to be the dentist. Oh, yes. I uh, See, that speaks to my heart where, like, there's just a little the bit elf? of quir- All of them, all of the Misfit Toys where there's a little bit of quirkiness. They're kind of living their, they're living their own best lives, be just being unique <laughs> to themselves. So... I can't believe you didn't know that that was Rudolph. I did I feel like, okay, we're going to need to keep this going for years to come. <laughs> and eventually you're just going to give in and just love it right back. But I do have to say that I don't really know of any like Hanukkah movies. I mean, they had Rugrats Hanukkah, which I'm really showing my age here. But they, they did a whole reenactment about the Maccabees. And it was really cute. There's tons. There's Eight Crazy Nights, Hitched Never for the Holidays, it. Mistletoe and Menorahs. Is this all Hallmark movies? Because I don't do Hallmark movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't do Hallmark movies. Um, And I guess The Little Fockers, and I I made sure to enunciate on that one, was very Hanukkah-themed. I did not know that. That was not Hanukkah-themed. They had one thing at the end. Okay, well, I guess that's all it takes to get the Hanukkah seal of approval. Um, See? (laughs) See? We just need to, we need to capitalize on your Hanukkah stocking idea. That's just what it comes down to. I I don't see why not. I I can't wait to see folks decorate their Hanukkah stockings for (laughs) (laughs) my, my poor grandfather. He actually, my mom grew up in a very traditional Jewish household to where they did not have Christmas. My grandfather was first generation American. His parents came over on the boat, had him a week later. Like he was full on like, no, there's not a Christmas thing. Mm -hmm. And my mom wanted a Hanukkah bush. And he was like, there is no anything called a Hanukkah bush. 
but they would always make sure that Santa did give her a gift so she didn't feel left out because she obviously was not on Santa's main uh, drop-off list. I love this. So, friends, while we have dropped this the Friday before the Christmas weekend, we also are well aware that Hanukkah kicked off earlier um, this week. So hopefully you guys that are celebrating Hanukkah are enjoying your winter holidays as well. And, you know, I don't know much about clearly Christmas or Hanukkah, um, but I'd love to learn more because it seems like there's so many beautiful traditions. And now you have expanded my knowledge that there's no Hanukkah stocking or or Hanukkah bush. (laughs) where you could go get your gifts. You just hand it to people. What other kind of memories do you remember or have been carried overs that are more Hanukkah related versus Christmas related for you? Um, Well, kind of a twofold answer because I always loved when Hanukkah and Christmas did coincide. Um, Because for those who don't know, Hanukkah's eight nights and it changes. It's not like Christmas that's always on December 25th. So Mm. there was even one year that Hanukkah and Thanksgiving collided, which was really fun. Um, We literally had turkey sandwiches around the menorah. Yeah. Right? But so I always, I always loved when they both were there because it was just magical to me. You had the lights on the Christmas tree and our menorah, and we did a thing growing up to where, so you have the Shamish, And the Shamish lights the other candles, and you add a candle each night. Okay. And so we had a competition, my sister, my mom, and I, to where we'd each pick a candle that we thought was going to burn out first. And you do not blow them out. It's it's actually really sacrilegious. You don't do that. Okay. Um, So you wait for them to burn out. So we would always have a game and pick which candle we thought was going to be the first to blow out or go out. Mm -hmm. And it was always so much fun. And I mean, my sister and I weren't super competitive, but I mean, we were siblings, so it was competitive. And it's so much fun. And I still do it to this day. And then half the time we're not paying attention. We're like, which candle went out? And I just yell Mazel Tov and we have a good laugh. And that's about it. <laughs> so wait, do you, do you say Mazel Tov after the candles go out? Or is that? Something? No. Okay. I don't know if that's actually supposed to be. We okay. just, again, we we kind of do mesh a lot of things together. Right, right. Um, but I always loved, we have the menorah that was my grandparents and the prayer book that was my parents or my mm-hmm. grandparents and at one point my grandfather I guess actually wrote out the prayer it's not English I guess but it's not in Hebrew um, symbols mm-hmm. so we could actually say it and my sister always made fun of the way I said it because I'm a phonetic speller I'm a phonetic reader but it's always just so beautiful and I can say most of it from memory because half the time we can't find what we did with the prayer book so we just have to out of necessity memorize it oh that's so cool I love that you guys have found ways to like harmoniously blend them together in a way that works for your family yeah and like we didn't get gifts growing up for Hanukkah per se we actually got Christmas ornaments Mm -hmm. so for eight nights we got eight ornaments and it was always a really beautiful way that my parents did it and I'm always really appreciative of that I got to experience both and I wouldn't change any of it and I love being able to recreate that for my daughter oh 
I can't wait to hear her talk about her holiday memories as she gets older as well. So friends, we're going to invite you guys to share some of your holiday memories after your long brunch as well. Some of your favorite traditions. Um, I can't say that I have tons of traditions because again, I think I've mentioned and maybe one of the holiday gift giving guides that we celebrate Christmas Eve more than Christmas Day and Noche Buena or Noche Buena. Um, And then we celebrate Three Kings Day, which is at the end of like the 12 days of Christmas. So it's actually usually in January. Um, and it depends on like what region you're at as to how it's celebrated. So traditionally in Puerto Rico, usually you leave a box of with hay underneath your bed and the three kings or the three wise men will leave presents for you for when you wake up the next day. Um, I think that Spain does it a little differently. France does it a little differently. So it just really depends. So that's kind of what I grew up with and it kind of marked the end of the holiday season. It also felt to me like that was the part of where like, okay, now, now the new year has really officially started whenever Three Kings Day was celebrated in my household. So you say that you guys did more Christmas Eve. What, what, kind of traditions did you do on Christmas Eve versus Christmas Day? So I think it's one of those things too where it's um we didn't grow up in a super um observe like we didn't observe true Catholicism though both my parents were more um Catholic based and that's why Noche Buena comes into play. So usually in true Catholicism there would be a mass like a midnight mass. So we didn't do that though, but we would have our big holiday dinner that night and then we would all kind of just sit around and open up our Christmas gifts. So there was no Santa coming to us on Christmas Eve. There were no threats of having to stay good for one more night because we got our Christmas presents basically on Noche Buena. I don't know that that's necessarily the traditional for most other households though that celebrate it that way. Um, But I do remember hearing from other Latino friends that like Christmas day was kind of a really quiet day. We had already done our festivities the night before. There's a lot of gatherings as well. And and in Puerto Rico, there's barendas, which is a parade. It's like a musical dancing parade. And you just go like from house to house with barendas. And that's throughout the entire holiday season. Anytime that you can combine music, dancing, and food in Puerto Rico, they're going to definitely find a way. I love that, though. And we... We didn't, I wouldn't say similar, but for Christmas Eve, we always were allowed to open up non-family gifts. So anytime we had a friend give us a gift or even a family friend give us a gift, we were allowed to open them on Christmas Eve, which was always really special because my grandparents um, lived in Michigan and weren't able to be here during the holidays. They came uh, closer towards the beginning of the year Mm -hmm. and they would send us basically like a Michigan box. There'd be Michigan calendar and maybe like a Michigan mug and different things of that nature. So it was really cool. And that's how we kind of got the the present itch out of doing that Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Santa and any gifts that our parents gave us were on Christmas Day. Oh, I love that. I love it. Truly, it's so unique to each household and hearing kind of what everybody did. I can also wait to talk about food, maybe because I'm hungry, but I want to hear like some of the foods that you may have had. But before we do that, friends, you are wrapping up this endurance segment and then you're going to have that opportunity to change the pace a little bit. Maybe you want to do your own Santa dash or reindeer dash. I don't even know. Coach, help me here because you've got all the puns. <laughs> reindeer dash. Let's, let's stick with that one. I like reindeer it. Dash. Or if you want to pull it back and do more of that snowman shuffle where you're nice and easy, you're welcome to do that as well. We've got about 20 seconds before we have that option. Now, Coach, have you been feeling a little bit of ex- 
extra spiciness, a little feistiness on your piece changes, or are you going to hone it back with a walk on this one? I'm probably going to hone it back and either just pull back on the pace and make it extra relaxed or maybe even walk it out. Or find a little bingo square to check off in three, two, and one. Because that is what's great about this is that we want you to definitely have fun with this run. Um, And just, again, bringing in that extra sense of joy when you're out and about. I will say that that is one of my favorite things from the episodes that we've had so far this year was hearing that Brittany in Elite still takes time, no matter even if she's in the middle of a speed workout to stop and um, pick up a penny or whatever it is that brings her joy. I think that's such a, a good reminder for all of us that there's nothing wrong with stopping for that picture if it's going to put a smile on your face afterwards. Especially if it's a unicorn because we need to prove, Coach Christine, that other people have unicorns other than me. I mean, Just I'm sure that there will be like maybe one other, you know, well, I don't know. No, we'll have to. I'm going to I'm going to double down. I think that your unicorns are are probably unique. So, friends, let's do it. We're going back into our next endurance segment here in five, four, three, two and one. Coach, I want to throw a few would you rathers at you. So Ooh, I like it. I didn't know this was coming. I had I like two for you, but I didn't know we were going to make it. Okay, go. I'm okay. ready. Let's put me in. Would you rather live in a gingerbread house with a group of friends or never be able to live with any of them? So either you have to decide that you're going to go live in, I don't know, the Grand Floridian's gingerbread house for entirety with a whole bunch of people in it as a small house. So you're not going to have any private space or never live with any of your friends ever again you better you better answer this the right way girlfriend because i'm gonna be really upset if you don't choose to take me to your gingerbread house (laughs) oh gosh what about my family what's happening to them i guess we don't we that's not our would you rather question they're just gonna have to sit it out maybe they get to hang out outside the gingerbread house Honestly, as much as I love you, I probably would want to live alone. Oh, for the rest of your life? Well, you're not getting the gingerbread house. It's one or the other. <laughs> you either take me or you get nothing, you Yeah, French. I'm not sharing my gingerbread house. Um, I love gingerbread. Okay, anyway, so fine. I can understand needing your space. <laughs> you have mentioned several times you're an ambivert and you need to be able to restore your energies. I get it. I get it. Maybe I just want the gingerbread all to myself. Ever think of that? I don't blame you on that. I love gingerbread cookies so much. I just love like that little bit of that. I don't know what you call it. Um, Because it's like a little spicy, but spicy is not clearly gingerbread spice. It's um, it's like a little, like a little heat, but not too spicy in the heat that ginger, like true true traditional ginger has. I usually know where your brain's going, but I my brain my brain went blank when you were trying to describe that. I'm like, where lay on your plane? I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, I use my hands a lot when I'm speaking, and there's no way to actually like describe that with my hands. So, oh, it is what it is. So I have one for you. Ah, okay. This one's polarizing. I feel like. Ooh. Okay. Christmas trees, real or fake? Ooh. Okay. So I love real Christmas trees. I love how they smell. I love how they look. I think they're the most beautiful. But I also like being a little extra gaudy. So I fully embrace the fake trees and I go all the way with a gold tree. And I can do that because I'm in Florida. And if, you can, if you're ever going to be a little tacky for the holidays, Florida's where it's at. 
so do you do it like aesthetically pleasing to where the the ornaments are all the same yeah. and it's color co- yeah. oh, okay you go all <laughs> you go all that way yeah I do um, but I also don't have little ones and I think that if you're gonna have little ones you, you're just gonna have to get through the fact that they're gonna give you some beautiful handmade ornaments that may not go with your specific aesthetic and you've got to put those on the Christmas tree regardless. I still have ornaments that I made when I was in school that go on our... I mean, yeah, no, it's, it's not a surprise. No. My, my daughter was like, Mommy, I want to make this one. And so we made different ones. But yeah, it looks like Michael's Craft Store threw up on my Christmas tree. I, and I, the bottom half is really decorated because it's only as tall as she is. I'm not... Oh my gosh, that's so adorable. I am not at all surprised. And I feel like we're going to have to have you um, maybe take a a snapshot of of this Christmas tree. So you did say though, is is it real or or fake in your house? Oh yeah. It's real? Real all the way. We have marks on the the ceiling to prove it. We, oh yeah. We've always had a real tree. I don't, I mean my my daughter has a fake tree in her room and Mm -hmm. we've had smaller fake trees because one tree's not enough. I mean, one unicorn blow up's not enough, so why would one tree be enough? Yeah. But it's really ironic too because my mom's the one that brought the Hanukkah side into our family, but she loves Christmas. She gets so into it. She puts the lights up on the house. She gets the tree. She does all the decorating. Does that surprise you? She's making up for the fact that she wasn't able to have a Hanukkah bush. I mean, I totally get Probably. it. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do always wonder what my grandfather would say. Like now, like he would just walk in the house and be like, Oi, Oi, Vey, what are we doing? What are we well, doing? I'm sure he would accept her for exactly who her Christmas loving spirit is. Um, so I'm going to keep this going too, because I think this one's actually a pretty good would you rather? Would you rather be an elf in Santa's workshop or a reindeer on Santa's sleigh? Either way, you're working hard, girl. Oh, what should I? Because oh, I've always wanted to fly, but I don't think I'd want to be a reindeer because they smell. So I'm going to go with an elf. <laughs> That's my justification. Do you know how hard you're working during the holiday season in that workshop? You're going to smell in your little very like your little uh, friends. Your little elf friends are definitely going to smell as well. I, I'm pretty sure that if you're going on smell, that both options are going to be smelly, girl. Admit it for a second. You drew a blank on what an elf actually wears, didn't you? I was I was thinking like little <laughs> Christmas fairies because I was thinking Tinkerbell, but that, I don't think that's the same. <laughs> no, that's that's not the same. Okay, well, again, I think I'd pick I'd pick a reindeer. How much fun would that be? You get to fly internationally. Oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> You're such a traveler. Yeah, I really, I'm so excited at the thought that I get to fly internationally. Absolutely, that would be where I would end up. And I think being in the workshop would be a lot of hard work. I don't think I'd like that. You got this. (laughs) Well, speaking of elves, would you rather have your ears turn into elf ears or have a Santa beard forever? Oh, elf ears. Yeah. I would would rock those at every cosplay, like Comic-Con ever. I mean, yeah, that's definitely... That, that's an easy one, coach. Step your game up. Step your game up. I knew you were going to pick that one. You know why? I don't Because you love your earrings. And I'm like, it's just more space for you to put earrings yeah, on. Yeah, that would be actually super cool. I think that would be actually quite adorable. I could I could rock some elf ears, I'm pretty sure. Um, and a Santa beard would just be tough. But you could make it glittery. I've seen some super cool glitter like sprays for people's beards. I could get down with that too. My brother-in-law, we actually gave him ornaments that clip on 
to his beard. Oh my And then he goes gosh. and shaves his whole beard off. And I'm oh like, well, never mind. Gosh, that is wild. That is wild. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll give you a hard one. Okay. Because we know that you love your sweets. Yes. So I feel like this is a hard one. Would you rather have to eat 1,000 chocolate Hanukkah coins, a.k.a. gelt, mm-hmm. or eat just one with the wrapper on? I'm eating 1,000. That's, that's not a hard one either. Like, really? You're going to threaten me with a good time? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to threaten me with 1,000 chocolate coins and, like, I'm not going to take that challenge down? Girl, I could take that challenge. I've been practicing for this. I may not know what Hanukkah songs to listen to or movies to watch. I may not know what Christmas movies to watch, but I'm fairly certain I can take down a thousand chocolate coins. You didn't give me Have a you ever even? I, well, that's true. Have you ever actually played dreidel and I done? I would love to. Oh, it's really fun. Okay. I, I have to get a refresher on what each one means. But um, hey, Gimmel, Shin, and... Oh, I'm drink. I'm blanking. But yeah, I always loved the gel. And they sell it by the bag full, which is, it's basically just a chocolate coin, but it's amazing. Mm, it sounds delicious. It does sound delicious. So I'm curious, would you rather give up one family tradition or start a new one? And I'm going to make it a little harder. I'm going to make it a little harder. Would you want to give up maybe your favorite family tradition or have the opportunity to start a new one? Start a new one. Start a new one. As much as I actually love my traditions, Mm -hmm. we are very untraditional in the sense of we don't put a lot of pressure on the holidays. We've really let them evolve um, throughout the years as we've gotten older, as my husband came into the family and we had our daughter. And it's one of my favorite things because there's a lot of families and a lot of people we know who cannot give up tradition Mm -hmm. and personally at teach their own but personally I find that very confining because it doesn't allow for life to happen yeah for things to be different and I mean for Thanksgiving we went on the boat and went paddle boarding for Christmas we might go to the beach and it's one of those to where even if we don't have the what is it a Rockwell painting Mm -hmm. of the perfect family yeah Norman Rockwell Mm -hmm. um it's okay because when it comes down to it, the traditions aren't what make the holidays special. The people you choose to be around are what make it special and just take the pressure off. If it happens, great. If not, embrace the, the randomness. I love how poetic and beautiful that was, but I do want to also make you aware that you might want to go into witness protection program because you're talking about paddle boarding on Christmas day when everyone else is potentially <laughs> potentially trudging through a nor'easter during this run. So I'm just saying that maybe you're going to get some like a, a few grinchy scowls coming your way when they hear about the fact that we get to hit the beach during the holiday season. Now, I'm going to ask you that. How do you feel about the fact that our Christmases are never white Christmases unless if somebody wants to like go to a a theme park where there's shaved ice or um, faux snow? Do you (laughs) like the fact that we have such untraditional holiday weather and we can go to the beach usually or go out for picnics during this time of year? Or do you wish that you had the opportunity to do more of a traditional white Christmas? For a long time, I craved the experience of a white Christmas Mm -hmm. because I actually didn't see snow until I was 
maybe 12, maybe even a little bit older. And I always kind of felt like I was missing out, but there actually was one year, um, about 15 years ago, actually, to where I had to travel up north um, randomly to go to Michigan a few days before Christmas. And we actually almost got snowed in and had to stay there for Christmas and we wouldn't be home with my dad and everything. And the feeling of wanting to experience a white Christmas very quickly passed. So I'm sorry. That was a really big lead up to I'm taking the beach and running, guys. So I'm going to say I've never yet seen snow. I've seen <gasps> never ever. Mm-mm. No. And if you guys hear anything, this is yet again because I'm wearing a holiday themed um, hat on my head. And as I knock, <laughs> as, I, as I shake my head, I just heard my Santa little, um, I don't know what you call this thing. What is this thing? Shelby? Ball. Okay. A little Santa ball, the end of my Santa hat probably is going to hit the microphone a few times. I've never seen snow and I've even traveled to Denver, Colorado in January. So I would think that if there's ever a chance that I'm going to see snow, it would be that. I have seen slush. So I've seen slush a couple times now um, from like hiking at Yosemite or um, because clearly like in the springtime and there's still a lot of like slushy like leftover snow as it melts. I saw slush in Austin, Texas, um, but I've never actually seen like beautifully like snow falling from the sky, what you see in those Norman Rockwell paintings or on those holiday movies. So I think... I think I'd want to experience a, a winter Christmas just once, but I also don't I want. Feel like, I also don't want to yeah. buy the clothes. Like I'm like I, I'm never going to use these clothes again. I don't want to invest in a, in a winter wardrobe. I went skiing once, and that was the first time I ever saw snow, and I had to borrow clothes mm-hmm. because there was no way. I'm pretty sure I still have a borrowed jacket from one of my friends that I just never gave back, but they also never asked and. That was like 20 years ago, so I'm pretty sure it's fine. But I feel like if you actually got snowed in, you'd read three books, have your coffee and hot cocoa, and then be like, okay, when's my flight? Like, get get this ish out of here. I don't know. I I don't think I do well being stuck indoors. So if that's a if that's something that happens, then no, I don't like that idea. <laughs> Is that something that happens? Does that happen? <laughs> oh my God. Do you like We're being both cold? going into the witness protection program? Um Literally, I am so looking forward to being able to turn my space heater on when we're done recording. So I, clearly, I do not like being cold. What is the degrees outside right now? I think it's it's 80. Why do you have a space heater in Florida? It's, That's like my husband having a towel warmer. It doesn't make sense. It's chilly. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. I, now we are I'll, I'll come with the pitchforks for you guys. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. I apologize. Okay, let's let's keep this rolling. Let's keep this rolling. Okay. Because I feel like we're going to get we're going to get a lot Probably half the folks that were listening in have now officially shut this off because they're so angry with us. Um, we're not invoking any holiday spirits in their hearts. So, friends, we're just going to take it on and we're going to do our own version of some cheesy holiday puns. And I'm going to ask Coach Shelby, what do snowmen call their offspring? Snowballs? Children. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love that. <sighs> oh, okay. Let me do one. What do Santa's little helpers learn at school? Oh gosh. I have no idea. The alphabet. Oh my gosh. That's adorable. That is so 
cute. I'm not now going to reference it as the alphabet from this point forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a good one. You okay. go next because I really want to do this one. Okay. What are the best Christmas sweaters made from? You just stole mine. <laughs> That's exactly the one that I was going to do. Okay, we'll pause for a second. So what are the best Christmas sweaters made from? Fleece Navidad. <laughs> I swear, that's the exact one I was going for. I thought it was so punny. Uh, so, reality, you should have known that we're going to end up landing on the same one. Um, okay, you go next since I stole yours. Okay, why did the Grinch go to the liquor store? I swear that was going to be the one that I was going to. <laughs> Stop stealing mine. He was searching for some holiday spirits. Okay, so that's what it takes for me to get more into the holiday spirit mood. I didn't realize that. I do want to talk about that too when we, um, well, let's just talk about it now. Do you usually partake in eggnog? Well, I don't drink alcohol. But there's, so. there's alcohol less like eggnog. Like it's literally just eggnog without you adding in the, the spirit. Now I'm thinking about it, I don't need eggs either. Wow, I'm really a joy killer on the holidays, what, apparently. What, what are your favorite holiday beverages? Water. Wait, you don't <laughs> drink hot cocoa. You don't get excited about peppermint mocha. You don't get excited about any of these things? Um, I mean, I'll drink hot cocoa, but it's not my amazing, like, something I I yearn for. Um, I'll like, like, a cup of decaf coffee I, around the campfire at night. I literally feel the same way that you must have felt when I told you that I didn't like winter holidays. Because how can you... That's the only reason I like winter holidays is Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Sparkles. And all of the wonderful beverages. It's the what literally... This is the one time of year that I change my, like, Starbucks order the most because I love me some peppermint mocha. It just, I feel like chocolate and peppermint were harmoniously meant to be together. Are you ready for me to really break your heart? I don't really like peppermint. How? uh, Shelby. I don't really like mint things in general. It tastes like toothpaste. Shelby, how is that possible? You know how people feel about cilantro? That's how I feel about peppermint and mint. Maybe we'll find out that there's some kind of weird thing with your taste buds then. And friends, you'll have to weigh in and let us know how do you guys feel about peppermint and minty things, especially this time of year? Because I really do love it. I love, do you like the smell of peppermint and mint? Yeah, I don't mind the smell of it, but I don't want it in my mouth. <laughs> I just, I don't, it, it doesn't compute to me. It's literally peppermint mochas are my all-time favorite. Like, I don't care about pumpkin spice lattes. I could go, I would never, probably ever, ever order any of those weird gingerbread coffee drinks. Those sound not good to me at all. Um, but peppermint I think gingerbread tastes like smoke, or tastes like soap too, to be honest. Okay, so you don't like gingerbread cookies either? No, maybe we're on a theme here because these are all sweet things. I'm savory. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll talk. We'll we'll unpack this. I feel like this needs a holiday therapy intervention. But until then, friends, we have less than 60 seconds before your pace change. I'm going to ask you again, Coach. Are you going to pull back and do more of like that snowman shuffle? Chillax a little bit. Are you going to push it up and do your own reindeer dash in this next 60 second segment? I think I'm going to push it up just to get away from you and your peppermint. <laughs> 
Well, now like we, in all honesty. Now we know what it takes to get you into that moving and grooving, girl. Well, friends. I don't need a pumpkin roll or a peppermint roll. I just need to roll on out of here. Uh, okay. I'm not going to judge you anymore on the fact that you don't like it, even though I just don't understand it. And I'm so curious what <laughs> other people will say as well. But friends, we've got this 60 second pace change regardless of whatever you choose to do. Own it from start to finish in five, four, three, two, and one. And regardless if you're pulling back into a walk or you're pushing up your pace, I do want you to focus on your form because we've been rolling through these miles for some time now. And it is always good to just remind yourself to sit a little or stand a little taller. Um, don't sit into your hips as much. Engage that core. Bring those shoulders down and back and keep that chin up as you're looking around for maybe your next bingo selfie station. And make sure you're breathing and just keeping the lightheartedness. This is all in good fun. And if you need a reminder to breathe, I'm going to make you laugh your jingle bells off because there is no way that you know this one. Okay. What is Santa's favorite place to deliver presents? Presents. Can he deliver us some presents too? Because we might need some help. <laughs> okay, no political jokes. If I just say um, that, that was a good one, though. Oh goodness! I don't know. Let's let's find out in three, two, and one. Back into our final endurance pace segment. Where does where does Santa like to deliver his presents? Ida, ho, ho, ho! <laughs> so bad that is so bad oh but okay well does that now we're all gonna have to move to idaho i mean and they have potatoes it's carbs it's fine Ooh. okay so let's talk about potatoes and carbs tell me more since you're not in the sweet kind of camp at all what are your favorite holiday foods so I love latka. Have you ever had latka? So please explain to me what it is because I feel like I have, but I don't know. It's basically a potato pancake. Yes, I have. So it's brunch and potatoes and it's amazing. Okay. Without a doubt, I definitely have it. I think I have it year round because I, I'm pretty positive I order it very frequently. Um, Do you eat it with sour cream or applesauce? Both. I've had it with both. I like it with both. What, what's the more traditional way of having it? That's a really good question. I have no idea. Yeah, um, I love it. I think it's, it's again, it's kind of that that two sides of it. I usually will have it both ways. So I'll do a latke with sour cream and green onion. Mm-hmm. And then I'll put a bunch of salt on another one and do it with the applesauce. Because the applesauce, the saltiness, it's just, oh, my mouth is watering. But pro tip, if you have not made latke before... And I'm sorry for all those people who do this, but I don't actually recommend shredding your own potato. Mm-hmm. I recommend getting the frozen potato, the hash browns, right. and thawing them and squeezing the water out. Because if you do the fresh potato, it does release a lot of water. So you have a harder time getting that crunchy exterior that you want. I am now so sad that I can't make a reservation to head over to Epcot and get, because they have their big holiday festivities this time of year, and they've got an actual food booth where it's all about the latkes, and I would order them all. But I'm going to ask. Really? Yes. It's so good. Oh, my gosh. They have it set up. At, I think it's, like, just outside of Morocco. Um, so I don't know holidays, but I I do know me my holiday food booths, girl. But I'm going to ask you, <laughs> would you rather 
Would you rather, for the rest of your beautiful natural life, may it be forever long, only be able to eat latke or never be able to eat latke again? Oh, I will only eat latke, hands down. That's Yeah, give me a hard one. You think you can keep me away? I love French fries. So a latke is just an extension thereof. And if you've, oh, you're, I'm going to have to have my mom make you some latke because she actually has made it for one of our friends and done it all set up and made the latke and just not fried them and delivered it to him so he can fry them himself. So good. So I'm curious, do you guys have an air fryer? Have you tried air fried latkes or do you really like it just the old school traditional way of having it? My grandparents are going to come out of their graves and come slap you one. I don't, I I mean, I don't, I don't, I want to say I've never air fried anything. So no, we only pan fry them. Okay. Okay. I feel like there's so many great things that can be, I don't have an air fryer because I refuse to have another kitchen gadget, but basically (laughs) if you use the convection oven setting on your, just a, a regular oven, it's pretty much the same thing as air fryer. Just, it has a super high heat and it just rotates that super high heat so I feel like there's a lot of things that I've been able to make um, that, that still crisp up deliciously in that convection oven that I think latke would be one of them but I, I'm not as funny as it is we got a new oven and one of the biggest selling points was it has like the built-in air fryer setting we've had it for almost a year and guess what we have not used yet I, I've never <laughs> used my dishwasher <clears throat> so when what wait 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 ever and it's back. like brand new, like absolutely. Um, so we got a, a matching suite of kitchen gadgets. So all of them are the same exact, I don't know, whatever models for this particular kitchen appliance suite. And that dishwasher just sit in there. I think it may still have some of the plastic inside. I hate dishwashers. So you complain about doing laundry, but you hand wash things? Absolutely. It's so much easier to me. First of all, I don't live in a household with a lot of humans. If I had a lot of humans... <laughs> if we're in that gingerbread house? Yeah. If I had a lot of humans in my household, maybe I would feel very differently about the dishwasher. So for me, it's just easier. Like, I make my food, and I just clean up right then and there, and I'm good to go. We do, like, three loads of dishes a day. That's crazy. We also have five people in my house. Yeah, so, so that's that's the difference. So that's why that's no wonder you didn't want to share a gingerbread house with me. You're like, no, I want <laughs> I finally want my opportunity to be by myself for a second. And there's no space for a dishwasher in there. So okay, that that brings it all back. I get it. I feel a little bit better. Yes, but then I do complain about doing laundry, but I do laundry daily as well. So okay, so if you're gonna be hand washing everything. I feel like it's even unfair to ask you what your favorite holiday food is, but I'm still going to ask you. So what is it? <laughs> um, I love pasteles. So this time of year, pasteles are, and you know, um, I joke, and it may be a slightly inappropriate joke, but it is what it is, friends, that I swear that Latino and Hispanic families tend to have large families because they need the labor that it takes to make pasteles. Because I remember as a child, quite literally being like an assembly line with all the other family kids as we assembled pasteles because it takes so much work. There's so much grading and um, uh, putting it together like the masa, which is the, I I guess, the the base and then putting in all the goodies in it and putting it into the banana leaf and then in its wax paper and 
a little twine. Um, so I think pastelis, like if you ever want to give me a holiday gift that's food related, pastelis is the way to go. So I is it like a tamale? It. It's like a tamale, but the masa or the base is very different. It, the base is usually a yuca base or a green plantain base. Um, so it's it's different. I like them both. I like tamales a lot. I like pasteles a lot. Yeah. I love them. Those sound good. Mm. I could get down with that with like some cilantro garlic sauce. Ooh, getting so fancy. Yeah, a lot of people either use hot sauce or ketchup. Um, oh, but, that's or tomato not where bases. I thought that was going. Yeah, but I think cilantro, like a little cilantro garlic, like aju kind of a thing would be super nice. But that's my favorite. I love coquito, which is the Puerto Rican version of eggnog. It's coconut based, like a coconut milk basically. Ooh, I could, I could dig it's that. So yummy. And usually, oh, okay. yes, usually it has, a, it's made with like a dark or a light rum, depending. But um, lots of people drink Coquito without the rum, and it's delicious. See, that sounds good. It sounds I really eggnog, love, doesn't it? Yeah, eggnog. I mean, my mom gets a, a non alcoholic version, but it just never floated my boat. It mm-hmm. just never sounded enticing. The coconut milk, though. Mm-hmm. So, uh, maybe with a little coconut cream on top. And oh, man, now I'm wanting some. No, OK, we're going to have to find that recipe. I will share it. So uh, that dro- dropping that into the newsletter, I will show I will share one of my favorite go to coquito recipes. Um, that I think it's super easy for most people to be able to make. And nowadays, I think it's so much easier to find these ingredients. It used to be that you would have to go into like the ethnic aisle of your grocery store, but I think that most of these are really easily found now. Well, and like I, I don't necessarily love my sweet all year round, but I do have my favorites. I love the spaceships, which is the pecans and caramel with the chocolate kiss on top. They're super easy called? to make. I think they're called spaceships. I don't think I've ever heard of them before. Okay, so they're pecans and what? It's pe- two pecans, mm-hmm. uh, caramel, and then a chocolate kiss on top. Okay. I think they could be called like turtles. Okay, or, I think I, I, I call them spaceships. Called okay, yeah. So I like those. And then it's not necessarily holiday because, I mean, you have them like for Passover. You can have them for Hanukkah. But Ruggalach is so good. They can have them filled with like raspberry jammy stuff. You can have chocolate. You can have apricot. You can have almond. Um, and they are so yummy. Okay, say that it's again. It's a baked good. Ruggalach. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've seen it at um, like delis and bakeries. But. Yeah, really popular um, in Florida, 2J's mm-hmm. has a lot, has basically the market on them. Mm-hmm. And I have a friend who works at 2J's and routinely bribes me <laughs> to uh, let my husband go fishing with with some baked goods. So it's a very copacetic relationship. Yeah. What a smart, smart individual, by the way. They, He's a smart guy. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Stevie. You know the place to my heart. So back to some of these favorite foods. Um, what's Santa Claus's favorite type of potato chip? A Kringle? Oh, so close. You got, you were, you were literally right there. A crisp Pringles. <laughs> That made me really happy. Oh, my goodness. I feel like that would probably be one of your favorites, too, because I feel like potatoes have a special place in your heart in all forms. I I don't... I mean, I was destined to be a runner because I just love all things carb, and I mean, 
it'd be really good. Now, I'm going to go back to the would you rather because I feel like this would be a hard one for you. Okay. Would you rather host a 24-hour telethon or a 24-hour dance marathon? Not a running marathon, but like a dance marathon. Dance all the way, girl. I am so excited. When can I do that? Can I host that tomorrow? (laughs) (laughs) Is this going to be part of our 10-year plan? Yes. Is this our our vision for 2023? Oh, my gosh. I am so excited. Yeah, I thought you'd never ask. So, uh, yes, I'm definitely – Definitely, without a shadow of a doubt, a dance marathon. It speaks to my heart. I quite literally dance on my runs all the time. So, yay. Yes, that's what I'm doing. (laughs) Now, I am curious, though, taking it back to some of the holiday traditions. Do you, did you grow up like with going to see the Nutcracker or maybe like a local Christmas Carol version? Any of those things are kind of speak to your heart? Because Christmas Carol, I do love. And I have a local playhouse that I usually go to to see their rendition of Christmas Carol. No, we never really went to any plays or anything like that. I did go to a couple um, candlelight masses, though, and I just thought it was so freaking beautiful. Like, just the essence, if that makes sense, of Mm -hmm. being in the room with the low lights and the candles and the music. It's just, it is a very heartwarming experience, and to me... Well, we can talk about the commercialization of holidays and the gifts and everything. That's not what it's about. And I think in times where I've gotten to experience it like that, it really just makes you feel like the world is rainbows and sunshine and such a happy place. And the the child soul in me does sit there and say, why can't it be like this all the time? Right. I think that's... And it's just so sweet. That's such a beautiful way of describing why I think so many people do love the holiday season um, because it does kind of expand outside of just like living our regular daily lives into where it becomes more of a international celebration that people all really enjoy and kind of brings the good of humanity forward. So... Something here that might be very traditional for Central Floridians that are Disney fans is we've got the Candlelight Procession at Epcot. And if you ever have an opportunity, friends, if you're coming down and you're thinking that you want to try this out, I will tell you, you have to plan this in advance because there are a couple of the narrators that sell out like, I mean, in heartbeats just because people love them so, so much. So here locally, one of um, one of my cousins was performing, and he just so happened to end up performing during the Neil Patrick Harris, which is one of the ones where it's like crazy. People will line up for hours to go see Neil Patrick Harris as the narrator. And I quite literally had to end up like, it was crazy for me to be able to pull strings to be able to get that seat so I could go see him perform in the chorus. But super cool. It is something that I think that I tend to do more often. And I love, I love their celebrities they bring out. Gloria Stefan, who always has my heart. I love her. Whoopi Goldberg, Angela Bassett. So that's a little fun thing here locally. I can't wait to hear about other people's traditions too. That sounds magical. I do always remember when we would go to Disney towards the holiday season, because again, us Floridians don't have (laughs) snow. They would have like the soap snow Mm -hmm. that would fill the the main part of Magic Kingdom. And 
it was the coolest thing. And a couple times it was even cold. So we'd have to wear gloves and be all bundled up. And again, just, I think it goes back to the magic of the holidays. You really kind of feel like anything's possible and the good in people is on full display for the most part, unless you're in those mile long lines. And it, it goes into the new year and you feel like nothing can stop you. And you feel like you could breathe fire, lead Santa's sleigh, be Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, an elf could be a dentist. Just, I don't know. I feel like I'm on the borderline of gushing, but it just, it's that feeling that you can't get a lot of other times during the year. I feel like you're so working, trying to make my little Grinchy heart grow. Like you're like, her Grinchy heart's gonna grow by the end of this holiday brunch. That's not even what I'm trying to do, but is it working? Uh, I mean, it's not quite yet to the Grinch three sizes grown, but let's just say maybe I'm feeling a little bit more holiday vibes when we start off. So like about two times. We'll see if by the time we finish here, it'll be three sizes. What if I say that you can dress up like Cindy Lou Who? I mean, now you're speaking my love languages. (laughs) We should dress up as the Grinch and Cindy Lou Who one year for Run Disney Marathon weekend. I feel like I should be the Grinch. I feel like I But I feel to. like I'm only going to get you to do this if you do Cindy <laughs> Lou Who. So I can take one for the team. Well, let's let's talk this out because I think there's quite a few great holiday weekend runs that we could plan this out because I, I am really excited about that now. So thank you. Thank you for taking one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> Any day. I just, I just really want to learn how to do the whole Grinch song and be furry and green. That's oh, my goodness. basically my whole whole angle here. Uh, Well, friends, you have just a few more minutes here. So hopefully you are feeling that extra pep in your holiday step there as we continue rolling on through, knowing that we've got our cool down waiting for us on the other side. And hopefully you've been able to find maybe your magical unicorn or your Santa decor that puts a smile on your face. We cannot wait to hear you guys share all of these wonderful, wonderful holiday would you rather questions um, with the group. And let's see, coach, what else do you have as something that you look forward to this time of year? I Well, okay. It's not that I look forward to it, but I do have a realistic question that I you can't answer, but I'm going to propose to all of our, our brunch crew. For those of you who has real trees... How long do you wait before you throw them out? Because we try to stretch it because my mom, my dad, and my husband all have birthdays in the first half of January. So we try to stretch ours and keep it alive all throughout. So that puts us at the middle of January before we take down our tree. Okay, so I think that though, although I don't have a real Christmas tree, I could still, I feel like um, I'm not getting left out of this question because I actually think it's a really <laughs> good question. Like how long do people take keep up their trees in general? Or how long do they celebrate, like keep up their holiday decor in general? Do you keep yours up for a while? Heck no, girl. That goes down the day after Christmas. You slow played me on that one. <laughs> I want, I, I call, I call foul. <laughs> I'm like, done. We are, the dishes are literally officially done. Let's put this little gold tree up, put it back in its little safe bag, and let's get back to normal. Um, No wonder you didn't have Santa as a kid. (laughs) 
again, remember, I feel like there's no point of me having tons of holiday decor because I could just quite literally jump in the car and head over to the theme parks and like be immersed in all of their holiday specialness. Um, so I think that one day I'm going to get your significant other to let me in and I'm just going to make Christmas throw up everywhere. Oh my God. I think it would, it would speak to his heart because he loves Christmas. Christmas is his number one holiday. Well, him and I will talk. This yeah. will happen. And he does not understand my Halloween love. And he told me this particular year that he absolutely loathes the movies on the full month of October because they're all like horror and gore. And he's like, this is the worst time of year ever to watch anything on TV. And that's exactly how I feel this time of year. I got to introduce you to all the Santa Claus movies. There's three for you to choose from. Okay. I feel like I, I'm going to have to take that. At the very least, I'll have to take that as a challenge because I feel like it's only fair. You are willing to watch Hocus Pocus. I should be willing to watch a holiday theme or a holiday movie that, that brings you joy. So is it is it the Santa Claus movies? Is that what I need to watch? Yes. You okay. have to start with one and then go two and three. One's my favorite probably my favorite okay so friends you'll have to share with us your favorite movies and how long do you keep up that holiday decor because coach shelby is straight up not happy with me at this point now this is your last time to push into that reindeer dash and i think you've got it so let's do it my friends in three two and one let's push on up for just the 60 seconds knowing we have got that cool down waiting for us on the other side maybe some coquito maybe some latkes maybe some of your favorite gingerbread cookies or spaceships or turtles or whatever it is that you call them i feel like i'm gonna break into some song like in a partridge in a pear tree next oh i still can't memorize that whole thing i just actually think i memorized the reindeer for the I, first year. I'm surprised you need to add this to your list of like special abilities, like norming, naming all of the dwarves. We need to have, you, you should have all of the 12 days of Christmas. I have to sing the reindeer uh, song in order. The Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You're rubbing off on me, but I have to sing that song in my head <laughs> to actually get all the reindeer. Ah, Can you well. name them all? No, dancer, prancer. You barely knew dancer. Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, I, I highly doubt that I know them all. I'm sure I could. No. Well, great work, friends. In three, two, and one. Let's pull it back into our cool down. You guys did absolutely amazing. Thank you for sharing a small sliver of your holidays with us. We are so, so excited um, to continue seeing this going and hearing from you some of your favorite holiday thoughts memories and don't come at us about the fact that we're talking about going to the beach (laughs) i feel like by now they just zone us out be like oh here are the florida girls again complaining that they have hot weather (laughs) (laughs) or complaining that they want to use their space heater i mean what are you gonna do but I'm going to send you my husband's towel warmer now that you have a space heater. Yes, that sounds absolutely perfect, actually. So I've got Y'all homework. You guys have some homework. Coach Shelby does not have any homework because she is holiday queen here. But we are going to ask you to give yourself a high five, pat yourself at the back. Make sure you rehydrate and refuel with some of those holiday brunch-tastic favorites. And while you recover and reset, I know you've heard us say this before, but if you want to get us a Christmas gift... 
a holiday gift. Leave that rating or that review on Spotify or Apple and share the podcast with others because we do want to keep growing this community and making running something that's accessible by all in the new year as well. Use hashtag TFB10K on social media. Don't forget to check out our last holiday quick bites this coming up Wednesday and then after that friends we'll get back into the new year spirits oh I'm so sad that the gift guides are coming to an end but Uh, and like Christine said it's a small gift we don't even have you don't even have to get your Hanukkah stocking out we can just we can just wrap it up on social media we're fine with that yes absolutely (laughs) share those bingo cards on social media too with hashtag TFB10K um, and extra unicorn points exactly (laughs) so friends have a great safe holiday season we'll see you again when it's time for brunch where we're going to be serving up more miles with a side of holiday smiles.